Welcome back to Yang Daily. I'll be your host, Alex Cheney, bringing you all the Yang news you need to live your life right. Got a bit interrupted yesterday, sorry for the wait, but we've got a lot to cover, including some of that backlog. It's going to be more of a rapid-fire episode today, and I gotta get to making dinner, so let's roll. Quick shout-out to our Tier 3 patrons, Shay Meehan and Nathan Stankowski, as well as all our other patrons. You keep us all informed and engaged. If any of you out there want to join these Advocates of Humanity First and Independent Journalism, head on over to patreon.com slash yangdaily. It would only take a couple of bucks a month from each listener to keep this podcast and community going and growing into the future. Now on to the news. First off, an FDA advisory panel have recommended to the agency booster shots for Americans 65 plus, but not for anyone under 65, except those at especially high risk of severe illness or exposure, including high-risk occupations like healthcare workers and teachers. The panelists suggest evidence for broader approval is inadequate at this time, and they'd like to see more data first. The FDA should make its decision soon. As previously mentioned, there are rumors that Biden will be pressuring conservative Democrats on the filibuster. Now, this is coming from Rolling Stone, the same guys who recently published a completely fabricated story about ivermectin, so do not take this as fact. But it does jive with other things that we've learned so far. According to the author, three White House sources report that Biden assured Schumer and Pelosi that he is ready to pressure Manchin and other holdout Dems into passing a carve-out for democracy bills in the filibuster, if Manchin's trimmed-down for the People Act does not pass. A carve-out would basically just mean the filibuster can't be used to stop democracy reform bills. It's far from the full removal of the supermajority voting requirement that we need, but it would be a start. Democracy reform is the most important thing that we need to get done immediately to avoid disaster. Biden has proved willing to push for major action, but has wanted at least a show of attempting bipartisan bills first. This would be in line with that proclivity. Let's hope that it's true. Our window for saving democracy is closing quickly. Publishers are now warning of major supply chain disruptions in book production, mostly from transportation issues, can't wait for rising book prices to be thrown in with all the other false attributions of stimulus-induced inflation. For those interested in thorium molten salt nuclear reactors, as you do, China is about to test one. These use thorium as fuel instead of uranium and molten salt. They are considerably safer and cleaner in some ways than conventional nuclear reactors and are among Yang's solutions to climate change. Chinese scientists think they've got the right setup to make it cost-effective, and plan to create a larger plant once the test is successful, we should know in two weeks. Good news from Germany on the exponential expansion of electric vehicles. 11% of cars sold there are now EVs, rising to 28% when combined with hybrids. That is double last year's numbers. If doubling continues, gas sales will be gone from Germany in four years. That's an oversimplification, of course, but it's good news. The Volkswagen ID.4 is also seeing very good sales numbers there. Speaking of EVs, quick update on the Tesla FSD beta release. Musk tweeted that next Friday, the beta button will be made available to FSD owners. When pressed, it will initiate a safety review on seven days of driving data. If passed, the user will then get access to the beta. If it were two weeks out, it would mean nothing, but one week? Maybe it's actually happening. There's still a lot left unclarified, like whether you have to be in the early access program, if it's seven days after the button or before, 
how long it will take to be approved, etc. But we may be seeing a lot more FSD two to three weeks from now and a lot safer driving from Tesla owners for the next week. And finally, we've got not one, but two big letters lobbying Congress to make the child allowance permanent. The first comes from the 220 national organizations of the Leadership Conference on Civil and Human Rights, plus 101 other organizations, making for a total of 321 organizations. That's a lot of people. It makes the case for why the CTC reform is needed and how it will help families. The second letter is from 450 economists and provides ample references to evidence that the CTC reform will dramatically reduce poverty, strengthen the economy, more than pay for itself, and not reduce incentive to work or be spent on vices. It invokes a lot of the research that we've already covered on the podcast and then some. It's a really good argument. Bookmark it, share it, reference it, applaud it, and above all, send it to your representatives and tell other people in your life to do the same if you can get just two other people to send it and then have them get two other people to send it. That's an exponentially growing movement. That is how you get heard. And that'll do it for today's Yang Daily. Bookmark and share the book supply shortage, the EV news from Germany, and definitely the CTC letters. Flood Congress with calls, tweets, faxes, and letters using the resist bot or income movement easy contacts below. If you need help, consult Humanity Forward, the Income Movement Aid Database, the Mission Asset Fund, or United Way. And don't forget to Yang Daily.